Science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I am the husband. Welcome along, husband. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Mrs. Corbett. How are you? I'm quite excited to be on to the last topic of Biology Paper 2. Wow, how exciting. It is quite exciting. It's um, the final topic. Uh-huh. It's ecology. Okay. Do you know much about ecology? Ecology. I've just realised it's not the last topic. I'm sorry, that was an absolute lie. Was it a lie? I don't think it was a lie. Hang on. Pause. <laughs> He's not actually pausing. I'm not pausing. No, I, it is the last topic. I forgot that we done all the gene stuff. Yeah, well, I'm last s- topic. I'm so pleased our wonderful listeners got all of that no dead air cares. and page flicking. So Guys, was, I'm sorry. So I was, okay, ecology. Well, is there anything I know about ecology? Yes, I hope so. Well, let's see. Eco means... Uh, I don't know what eco means. No, I don't know why you're doing this. You're just highlighting a lack of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the only way we can learn, Mrs. Corbett, is by highlighting the gaps in our knowledge. Good point. And filling them up with facts. Okay, I'm going to start off with something really fundamental about ecology. Okay. Can we all just please agree that the most important thing about ecology is the sun? Yeah, I agree. Why do you agree? That the most important part about ecology is the sun, because mm-hmm. you said it is, Mrs. Corbett. It's true. Like people seem to forget the role of the sun in all of ecology. Do they? Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Do they though? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The gigantic ball of burning gas that's forever in our lives—they yeah. they forget. Yeah. Do you know that, that, is, that is that is the most entitled thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> People um, are taking the sun for granted. Yeah, so I just I just want to remind everyone that the sun is the source of all energy on Earth. All energy all on of Earth it. is the beginning of all the food chains because the sun. Not pre- just on Earth, in the whole solar system. Well, yeah, it's got more. We're in the Goldilocks zone, so it's got more of a more of a say so. Oh yeah, it's best here, but yeah. um, so the sun produces all of the light energy so that photosynthesis can happen and without photosynthesis there would be no energy to pass through food chains what is the matter with our cat every time we record at the moment um he wants to be part of it where are you he's in the bath of course he is okay so the sun every time i talk he goes (laughs) 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 right we're going to do the first topic of adaptations interdependence and competition and guys appreciate the sun yeah yeah don't look directly at it Wear sunscreen, obviously. It will kill you if you don't really, really appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it and respect it. Yeah, okay, you're getting really aggressive. It's the sun. Come on. Sorry, go on. Celestial solar energy. Okay, so. I'm addicted to their phones, always looking down, forget the sun's there. <laughs> that, I mean, that's me. <laughs> I've literally bought myself an SAD lamp. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> because you don't, you don't see enough of the sun. Uh, I don't see enough of the sun. I bought a lamp <laughs> off off of Amazon. Okay, right. We started with no science. Let's Sorry, go. we're only three minutes in. So, communities. This is the part of the spec about communities. But before we move on to communities, it's really tricky. The spec says... Students should be able to, and then it gives a list of load of things, but there's quite a lot of assumed knowledge. So what I'm going to quickly do is just go through through things that you need to know. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go through a keyword of population. What's a population? Uh, an amount of something. Yeah, that's what a lot of students write on their exams. 
Is that not the right thing then? Nil pois. So a, pol- uh, a population is all the organisms of a species or closely related species uh, in one area. All right. So, for example, there might be a population of daisies in the field. Yeah. Okay, so it's in a given area. So you can't have a population of chairs. You could, yeah. We, uh, they're not living. They're not living. So that's, no. this, is, this is what I'm saying. So that's why it's not you, an amount of something. No, it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's it's the total number of organisms, organisms. Of a closely related species. So, for example, you would like, like if there's like a speciation, you'd include all of Darwin's finches, even if they couldn't provide. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, in an area. The next word is community. Uh-huh. So community is two or more populations. Really? Of organisms, yeah. Really? Yeah. So when we talk about like community, like your local community, that's incorrect. We're misusing that that terminology. Well, not really, because things quite a lot of things have two meanings, don't they? So I don't think that's necessary. They shouldn't do. Community is about people working or living alongside each other. So that's why we, we tend to have distinct communities. So community is about symbiosis in a way. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Um, and then we've got the word ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Many communities. Yeah, so an ecosystem is an interaction between a community of living organisms and their environment. Right. Um, or like how populations interact with their environment. So an ecosystem is living and non-living factors interacting in an area. Cool. Easy so peasy. the earth is an ecosystem, but also like, I don't know, the bacteria and fungi living in our plug are also an ecosystem because it's more than one plug? population. Yeah, like plugs get dirty, right? That's what you plug. I'm thinking about the bath. <laughs> oh, right. I, I was thinking like the electrical sockets. There's stuff in there too. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, okay. Like the back of the fridge is its own little ecosystem. Yeah, like yeah. anywhere. Like oh, the forest is an ecosystem. A pond is an ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Any of those. So we've got population, number of species in an area, community, more than one population in an area. Uh-huh. And then we've got ecosystem is the interaction between populations or communities with their environment. Cool. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so it says students should be able to describe different levels of organisation in an ecosystem from individual to whole ecosystems. Okay. Now, this is a throwback to year five and year seven where you learn about food chains. Right, but not year six. Never year six. Never year six. Actually, f- five and six are interchangeable, to be honest. Are they? Uh, yeah, you can do the curriculum. It's like year three and year four. You can mix it up in any way you want. Oh, interesting. So it just depends on your school. Um, so... Every single food chain starts with a... Predator. No. That where it ends. Yeah. It starts with a plant. Plant. Huge amount of biomass in a plant, gets a hundred, well, makes 100% of its own energy, transfers it from sunlight, um, and they are called per... Because they make all the energy, they are pro... Pro they are providing all the energy for the whole of the ecosystem, so they are the providers. Producers. Oh, okay. Producers. producers. So they are called producers. Uh-huh. And then the first organism that eats a producer. So yeah. let's say you've got a tree, that's a producer. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And you've got a caterpillar that lives in the tree and yeah. it's gonna eat the tree. Yeah. It's going to get all of its energy from the tree. We call that the primary consumer. Right, okay. Yeah? Yep. So producer is on the first energy level. We call them trophic levels. Trophic. Trophic. Yep. And then 
they have large amounts of biomass, slightly smaller amount of biomass generally, because you only trans you don't transfer all the energy into new biomass of um, caterpillars. Uh, you've got primary consumers. Yeah. Never guess what eats a primary consumer. Secondary consumer. Lovely. What eats a secondary consumer? Apex predator. Yeah, or tertiary consumer. I was going to say tertiary. I love that word. Do you? I do too. Yeah. Um, it should be thirdary. So main for each other. Tertiary consumer. Yeah. Uh, generally, food chains aren't very long, so we normally only have about three or four maximum in a food chain. Do you know mm. why? Um, that's an interesting question. Because if it got any longer, then we're g- we're talking about some gigantic prey predators. Yeah, like, like, do you know what I mean? It's like the caterpillar eats the tree, the bird eats the caterpillar, the slightly bigger bird eats the other bird. If we're getting bigger than that bird, we're talking about pterodactyls. Wouldn't that be cool? Um, yeah, oh, well, sorry, be essentially, it's that, wildly it? inefficient. So, if you think if a plant, oh, because like, you, you, lo- you lose energy as you yeah, go along, it produces right. 100% of its energy. Like a caterpillar eating a tree, only 10% of that energy that it consumes is going to become new caterpillar biomass yeah yeah the rest of it's going to be like lost in movement respiration heat poo whatever right um and then only 10 percent of that gets passed on to a bird so by the time we get onto bigger bird only like 0.1 percent of the original energy has actually been transferred so which we, is why you get more energy from potatoes from your chips than you do meat so we'd all be better off having a plant-based diet then energy wise yeah in, in fact everyone would be better off with a plant-based diet the whole the whole world Really, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, just want to put that out there. Not, like not. I'm not a vegan. Wish I was though. Yeah, <laughs> feel guilty every day, but love um, bacon. So, we've got producers, primary consumers, secondary consumers, tertiary consumers, and they're all on levels. Yep. Do you remember the word for the levels? Trophic, trophids. Trophic levels. Uh-huh. And as the biomass goes, trophic, not trophids. Tro- trophic, trophic levels. And the biomass decreases as you go through the through the trophic levels yeah um the numbers might vary so for example if you've got one tree that's got a lot of biomass in it yeah. but you might have a thousand caterpillars course, on it. Yeah, so yeah. we tend to use um pyramids of biomass when we're showing them do you remember in food chains what way the arrows went up right clockwise <laughs> i don't know what you're saying What's they go the from the producer yeah to the primary consumer so they go in that direction right yeah that's what the way the arrows point because it shows the flow of energy yeah yeah yeah, yeah? sure happy with that yeah of course so it like um, goes from the food into the next thing yeah so yeah. that's that spec point it says different levels of organization from individual to whole ecosystems we don't tend to eat one thing so we instead of food chains we tend to have food cycles mm. spiders make webs it's food webs yeah now the thing with food webs is you can then start to talk about how animals are dependent on one, on one another and that's called interdependence, how all organisms are dependent on one another because we have this interesting intricate feeding relationships. So let's go back to, let's go to grass. Uh-huh. Rabbits eat grass. Rabbits yeah. are the primary consumers. Rabbits they are pre- eat grass? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're prey animals. Um, and what eats Rabbits. Foxes. Foxes. I was going to say everything. But yeah, foxes. Foxes. Okay, so let's talk about that feeding relationship. Let's say we have a year of bumper grass. It's nice and warm, etc. What's going to happen to the population of rabbits? They're going to get fat. What's going to happen to the population of rabbits? They're going to get fat. They're going to get slow. They're going to get caught by more foxes. Just answer the question. This is what you've got to do in exams. Is the, is what the happens to the population of, of rabbits? rabbits? If, the, if the amount of grass increases, I mean... I'm, I'm going to say it increases. It does increase. Does it though? 
Yes. Are we so talking hypothetically here? Yes. Okay, cool. Okay, so the popular... Do you see, like, just dodge the question. Just answer the bleeding question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so annoying. Well, I'm so, trying to get it right. I didn't want you to trick me. So, I'm never trying to trick you. I'm trying to help you. That's kind of my job as a teacher. Oh. So, oh. grass increases. Yeah. Rabbits increase. Rabbits have more energy. They have a better year. They're at it quite literally like rabbits. Yeah. And they... Pro so, the population increases. Yeah. Okay. What happens to the population of foxes if the population of rabbits increases it increases it increases because they've got more food yeah lovely so what happens then if the population of foxes increase the populations of rabbits decreases the population of rabbits decreases hang on a minute i see where you're going with this yeah then the population of grass increases because there's fewer rabbits decreases oh no hang on well, we we go back a step. So the the grass increases, therefore the rabbits increases, therefore the grass decreases. Yes, that's also another thing. If the grass decreases, okay. that's also going to kill yeah, off the population. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. So this is like interdependence. Everyone is, um, everyone in a food chain is is dependent upon other things in the food chain. Mm. So, for example, I believe it was in um, like the foxes think they want more rabbits, but raw, more rabbits means less grass, and less grass means fewer rabbits. Exactly. Okay, it's about balance. It is about balance. So within a community, each species is depending on each other for food. Sometimes it's like pollination. So yeah. it'll be bees. We're dependent upon bees to pollinate flowers to grow more plants. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, and in like, I think it was in China. I think it was in China. Um, the person that was running China at the time. What was his name? I can't remember his name. Was it Mao? I don't know. Um, he said that these birds were really awful and that they should remove this population of birds. But then that meant their population of insects increased, killed off all their crops and loads of the population starved. So it's really like it really is integrated into whole society, including humans. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we have a population in a community that is pretty stable. So that whole rabbits, foxes, grass thing, mm. you see how it stabilizes out. They're interdependent as in one change will cause a change in the other population. But if they generally stay about average because of that increase, decrease, increase, decrease, we would call that a stable community. Yeah. Unstable communities are caused by new predator. Take Australia for an example. Mm -hmm. We introduced them to rabbits and wrecked the place. We introduced mammals and so many of those birds went, what's one of them? Look at the Galapagos. The dodo. Mm. The turtle. Mm. So many of them. You introduce a new predator, you destabilize it, and then it will find a new stabilization somewhere somewhere else. Life will find a way. Okay. Um, so let's go through those spec points again. So different levels of organization. That's your trophic levels. Yep. The importance of interdependence. Yep. Students should also be able to, when provided with appropriate information, suggest factors for which organisms are competing in a habitat. So what do organisms compete, compete for? Uh, food. Food. And shelter. Yep, space. Yep. Yeah, yeah. More. Water. Yeah. Water, yeah. Um, dominance. Dominance. Which is normally what? What do they, what does dominance? Like cool points. Cool. Yeah, 100% cool points. Uh, well, so it's like so at, at Ma mates, but also your mates <laughs> <laughs> at the at the savannah. Yeah, at, at the savannah. At the savannah. Dans there's the like savannah. there's like fifteen antelope at the savannah. One lion rocks up. Now the lion's not necessarily going to eat the antelope. The antelope are like, do you know, what? we're gonna we're gonna do one and leave it be because you're dominant. Yeah, cool points from antelope. Okay, what do plants compete for? Hang on, was I right? No, Do is dominance a thing? Yes, it is a thing. It cool. is, but it's normally for mates. 
Oh, for mates. Yeah, for mating. Right, I thought you were doing a bit then when you said mates, but no, literally dominance for mates. Yeah. Okay, sorry. What was the next thing? Plants, what do they compete for? Uh, light. Mm-hmm. Uh, nutrients. You're not well, supposed to say nutrients, are you, from no, the soil? Minerals. Minerals, yeah, Minerals good. from the soil. Water. Oh, water. Yeah, lovely. Space. All of those. Um, and then this is another link back to Darwin. So you need to know that to survive and reproduce, organisms uh, require a supply of materials from their surroundings. And also quite often they are then adapt. They adapt to that environment. So how organisms are adapted to the conditions in which they live. Uh-huh. So, for example... Polar bears are white. They are. For camouflage, that's how they interact with their environment. Is it true that polar bears are actually see-through? Well, their their hairs are um, hollow. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're glassy. Mm. But don't ever try and hug one. They don't like it. Polar bears? Mm. No. And you'd get cold anyway, so. Yeah. Well, the polar bear would keep you warm and dead. Mm. So there's loads of keywords from this one. We're pretty much done. So the keywords are population, community, Yep. Ecosystem, yep. stable community, yep. interdependence, and then there was the, the jazz about trophic levels as well. And that's pretty much it. Cool. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Did I make that easy for you? No. Cool. See you later. Okay, bye. Bye.